This Week in HPC by Intersect 360 Research. AMD's next instinct. Intel's HPC Reorg. It's This Week in HPC. Hi, everyone. Thanks for listening to another episode of This Week in HPC with Intersect 360 Research, distributed in partnership with HPC Wire. I'm Addison Snell with Intersect 360 Research. That's Tiffany Trader with HPC Wire. And Tiffany, this week in HPC, we're starting to get rumblings about the new GPU coming out from AMD that's not officially branded by AMD yet, but word on the street is we're going from the MI100 to the Instinct MI200. Yes, it does seem that AMD is gearing up to officially launch its uh, next generation Instinct GPU, which has been widely referred to as MI200, uh, the successor to the MI100 GPU. Um, the product hasn't be, been officially launched yet, but in, um, in July, AMD indicated it had started initial shipments, and now just, just recently, AMD has announced that more details will be coming soon. Um, via uh, CEO Lisa Su and Data Center VP Forrest Norod on November 8th. Yeah, and there's a lot of anticipation around this. You already have some of the details in HPC Wire about the first generation MI100, which AMD at the time billed as the first GPU over 10 teraflops, and we're expecting a lot of improvement from there. But beyond that, it's also anticipated because this is the GPU that'll be going into the Frontier supercomputer, which is on target to be the first exascale supercomputer, the first exascale, true 64-bit exascale supercomputer in the United States, the first possibly known true 64-bit exascale supercomputer in the world, and AMD is going to have the its epic uh, CPUs and uh, an MI200 Instinct uh, GPUs as part of uh, that system, or at least some version of that GPU. And then, of course, within the Frontier system, they'll have the uh, Infinity Fabric and the coherent memory between them. So there's a lot of people would love to see the details of exactly what this looks like, and uh, and we're starting to get some rumblings around that. So uh, definitely a lot of interest around it. Yeah, I mean, there, not much is known yet about it. There's talk that it's going to feature two dies in a, in a multi-chip arrangement. Um, looks like it might have up to 128 gigabytes of HBM2E DRAM. Um, and recall that that MI100, which was just just um, introduced last November, so it's, it's just one year now, that had 120 compute units in total and, and 32 GB HBM2 memory. So big um, step up there, it looks looks like. Uh, so a lot, a lot of anticipation. Uh, might, this one might have, you know, going by some of the specs of systems that are out there, it looks like this might have twice the performance as that other that other chip, which as you said, had 11 point, that MI200, MI100 had 11.5 uh, teraflops double precision. And then this 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 new one also um, looks like it will employ a multi-chip module chiplet approach. And of course, you know, AMD also led the way with that on their Epic Rome and Milan CPUs. So that's another interesting thing that we're going to look out for. We don't have a lot more details yet. Maybe we'll learn um, s some more stuff in, in the coming week or two. But I, I would think, you know, in terms of process note, I would think that they're going to shrink, shrink, do at least one shrink down to five nanometer, you know, in order to hit some of the specs that we're hearing about um, for, 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 for Frontier, for example, which has a, such excellent perform power and performance targets with a 1.5 exaflops coming in at 
29 megawatts, um, which as HPC Wire has reported is within that DARPA goal of 20 megawatts for one exaflops peak. So you'd think they'd need at least, you know, do one uh, semi, uh, one node shrink on that. And I mean, we're talking about the the uh, frontier system here, but you know, another thing that's interesting here is there's actually three 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 major big system wins already uh, announced, pre-announced for this this new GPU across three continents, and you know starting with Fr Frontier is the largest, but there's uh, there's two more too. There's also Lumi uh, in Finland, and that's one of the the Euro HPC systems that's looking to um, achieve about 500 550 petaflops peak, more than 375 petaflops limp pack, and that's expected out in March. And then there's also uh, the Satonic system at at Posi. Supercomputing Center in Australia, and that's expected to deliver about 50 petaflops peak. Uh, likely, you know, placing it, it will probably place pretty well too with that, you know, that limp pack, uh, maybe within the top 10 when it it uh, comes online next year. Yeah, and Oliver Peckham does a good job outlining those in his article on HPC Wire. I think the big thing that people are still speculating around is is exactly what the form factor uh, of these uh, GPUs is and how to integrate them in different systems. And I think we're going to have to wait on some of the details on that from the announcement. But as you pointed out, uh, that's now on the calendar with AMD just now announcing that on November 8th, they're going to have a virtual launch event to talk about the Epic CPUs as well as these Instinct uh, GPUs. And I assume that we'll get a lot of details there in advance of supercomputing. Interestingly enough, that is also in advance of barely GTC, which will be going on the same week from November 8th through the 11th. And and uh, the Jensen Huang keynote will be on November 9th. It'll take place twice, uh, first at midnight Pacific time at the start of uh, November 9th. That's to align more with Asia. And then later on in the morning at 8 a.m. Pacific time on November 9th. So AMD is going to get out just ahead of the news with NVIDIA GTC. Uh, we don't know yet what uh, NVIDIA is going to have up its sleeve with GTC. Uh, but, uh, you know, that's that's always been a, a positive show. So I'm looking forward to seeing that. And then Intel, of course, we don't want to forget about. Intel has its own event coming right up. Intel Innovation is a virtual event from October 27th to 29th. I don't know that they've got the same kind of product uh, information lined up around Intel Innovation, but this is the follow-on to the Intel Developer Conference events uh, that I used to like attending. So I'll be interested to see what this looks like in its first new incarnation and also in relation to some new reorganization that's gone on at Intel now with respect to high performance computing. Yeah, it's certainly a very busy time. Uh, the autumn autumn is a, a, always a busy time in our space, and this year's no ex no exception. I'm gonna get back get, get back into that Intel news in just a little bit. I just also wanted to just give a bit of a shout out to this one more system. I mentioned three major systems, and after publishing Oliver Peckham's article on the the AMD preview systems, um, a reader on Twitter alerted us to another system too that's also going to use these Instinct accelerators. There's a there's a system called Dardell at the uh, PDC Center for High Performance Computing at the KTH Royal Institute of Technology in Sweden. That's called uh, Dardell, as I said, is 13.5 petaflops. And that is scheduled for installation later this year um, with, available, built, available, with availability beginning in January. So I just wanted to get, get a mention in for that system too. So right, good point. You were, yeah, you were mentioning the... Um, 
Oh, and then all of those systems are AMD plus AMD systems. And I think that's another interesting point here. So we're seeing these different swim lanes shape up with the AMD plus AMD with these systems. And there's going to be the Intel plus Intel, the the CPU, Sapphire Rapids, and the um, Ponte Vecchio GPU on Aurora. And then also NVIDIA is also working on a plan, you know, for its it's uh, ARM CPU Grace on the, the Hopper GPU, and that's looking at we're looking at the 2023 horizon uh, for that. So these these different yeah, absolutely are shaping up. Absolutely. And we've been seeing that in our research and we're starting to look ahead to how people feel about these different combinations, because ultimately that is how it starts lining up is the all AMD or all Intel or all NVIDIA kind of environments. Now, we haven't heard a lot of news yet around NVIDIA and ARM and that acquisition. So that's another reason to look forward to GTC coming up. But those were some some uh, detours we were trying to say also this week yeah. in HPC. Intel did have some news with regard to their own organization. Yeah, yeah. So they um, they announced uh, recently that they are they are a, re a reorganization of their HPC group with a separation of duties at the top while uh, unifying the engineering teams. And they say these changes are aligned with with a CEO Pat Gelsinger's focus um, to have HPC as a prior top priority at the company. The two new groups are the super. Super Compute Group, two two words there or three words all together. Super Compute Group led by Jeff McVeigh, and then the Super Super Compute Platform Engineering Group, and that is led by Brajesh Tripathi, and uh, both of both of whom were already with Intel. Yeah, you mentioned that they're doing Super Compute as two words, which to me kind of changes the meaning, right? This is super compute. It's, uh, you know, like, hey, that's super. It's not using it as a prefix, but it's a separate word. But I'm, I'm sure there was an intense branding discussion that went along with that. Uh, but the interesting thing here is really not the spelling as much as the fact that it's now two separate groups, one that's really focusing on the compute units and one that's focusing on the platform and everything else that goes around that really underscores the fact that Intel has taken a more systemic approach to high-performance computing and acknowledging that there's a lot more that goes into it than just the CPU or even just the XPU. Yep, and this uh, this latest reorg follows on changes made in June that moved Intel's HPC unit out of the data platform group and into a newly created group, which is the Accelerated Computing Systems and Graphics. The acronym is AXG, the AXG business unit, and that is led by Raja Kuduri, who's uh, the, the head of that unit and also well known for being the lead on the Ponte Vecchio product. Um, which he, you know, he's he often will. You can find uh, updates and and developments uh, on on his on Twitter feed. And and I will say I've been impressed with Raja so far. I've even gone into a couple of Intel events somewhat jaded and expecting not to like what I was going to hear. And he has done an excellent job at, at succinctly presenting a coherent strategy going forward. I think he's shown some real leadership there within Intel. So I'm looking forward to seeing what this group can do. Uh, and an Intel representative uh, that we spoke with said that the reorg, it, it, it's meant to mirror how Intel architects and builds their teams uh, on the data center side and then the client side in general, um, you know, the business, the business, having the business focus and then the architect, architecture engineering focus. And they think that's going to um, streamline things and uh, are aligned with uh, the, the, 
the CEO, Pat Gelsinger's vision to um, hold up at HPC. Well, and we'll look forward to hearing what news comes out of that group, what news comes out of Intel Innovation, out of the AMD event, out of NVIDIA GTC, and that'll all just be to warm us up for supercomputing, which is right around the corner. Uh, the supercomputing, one word but two letters, SC21 conference, uh, hybrid event, both online and in St. Louis, where I'm looking forward to seeing you soon. Yeah, and maybe we'll also find out um, about Trish Damkroger's role there because you know prior to this latest restructuring, the HBC, the HPC team within AXG was led by Trish Damkroger, um, well known in HPC circles, uh, whose official title was uh, VP and GM of the High Performance Computing Group. So the company confirmed that uh, Trish Damkroger is still at Intel, but hasn't disclosed yet what her new role will be. So maybe um, we'll learn more. Um, this event coming up October 27th or uh, at Supercomputing. Indeed. Okay, Tiffany, thanks for wrapping up the news with me. Lots to talk about. And thanks to you for tuning in. You've been listening to This Week in HPC. You've been listening to This Week in HPC, brought to you by Intersect 360 Research, actionable market intelligence for high-performance computing. For more information, visit intersect360.com.